Hey guys, how's it going? It is Tuesday, September 26th, 8.44 a.m. First off, sorry I didn't get to you guys yesterday, didn't do a Monday edition, uh, didn't throw a few episodes out there, and I do apologize. Monday was another crazy day. You know, last week I had to skip a couple of days because of, um, you know, working on a machine uh, and stuff. Uh, you know, just, it was pretty hectic, you know, doing, doing a lot of stuff like that. Um, yesterday, sort of the, a similar thing. We found out that we sort of fucked up on a couple of aspects of the machine, so we had to make a lot of corrections, do a lot of modifications and stuff. So it really took a lot of time away, and this morning, you know, I had a minute that I could take a quick break, and so I wanted to go ahead and, and try to get this in, you know, before shit hits the fan today. If it does, there's always a chance that it won't. Could be a regular day, but you know, either way, I sort of just wanted to go ahead and get get to this, get it out of the way, so to speak. Not that it's like a burden or anything, or like I feel like I have to do it because it's not like anybody's paying me to. So, like uh, I do it because I want to. But you know, just a couple of uh, a couple of quick things that we can sort of you know run over. Obviously, I want to go ahead and I want to I I, I want to cover a brief thing. We're going to cover a couple of cover as of couple of aspects of football. Um, you know, first of all, for me personally, it was a disappointing week in football. Um, you know, all, pretty much any team that I could want to win lost. <laughs> really. Um, you know. The uh, UK the Cats lost by one point. Uh, to Florida. I'm not really going to get into a deep dive with the games and stuff because I'm going to try to squeeze in another uh, another few, yeah, another round with uh, with my buddy Morgan later on this week, if I can. And so um, I'm not going to get dive too deep into it because I'll talk about it more with him, you know, in a, in a, a better setting. Have a little bit more fun with it. But UK lost by a point to Florida for a number of reasons, but, you know, a loss is a loss, and that sucks. Uh, the Steelers lost to the Bears in Chicago, and uh, the Raiders lost also. And the Steelers are, are my are, they are my NFL team, but I, I love the Raiders. I've always liked the Raiders, um, just always, you know, love Bo Jackson, love John Madden, love Al Davis, and, you know, this time around, dude, it's it's beast mode back home, back in Oakland, and what's not to like about that, you know? Um, I'm sad that they're leaving Oakland and they're going to Las Vegas next season, but, oh, excuse me, it is what it is. They'll always be the Oakland Raiders in our hearts. And they've already moved like three times, two times, so who's to say that they're just going to be in Las Vegas forever now, you know what I mean? So, it's it doesn't matter. We'll see, we'll see what happens, but it's, you know, it won't shock me by any means. Um, but to move on from that, you know, uh, obviously the NFL and these protests and stuff like that has sort of reached a fever pitch. This is, this is the peak. We're at the pinnacle right now. Maybe we're actually not at the peak. Maybe this is just sort of a resurgence of it, but it's going to, it's going to get more intense. I don't know. Oh, 
Jesus, excuse me. Why does this only happen when I try to get on here and talk? I hate that. I hate that. I don't yawn all morning, and as soon as I get on an episode, I start yawning like crazy. I don't know what the hell that's about. Um, but anyway. And so, you know, obviously, there was a lot of protests this week. And a lot of people have a lot of things to say about it. And not that my opinion is important, but I wanted to go ahead and I wanted to throw my two cents or ten cents or one cent or whatever it's worth <laughs> my opinion in on the idea of it. Um, and because, you know, I've, I, I'm, I'll tell you guys the same thing that I've told people that I worked with. Because yesterday, me and the guys talked about it while I was on my sec a secondhand smoke break. I say secondhand smoke break because I don't smoke, but I'll go and I'll hang out with other people that are smoking for a break. Um, just because, hey, man, breaks are good. And if everybody else is going to smoke a cigarette, I don't smoke, but I'll at least sit with you, you know? But anyway, we talked about it on our secondhand smoke break or on my secondhand smoke break yesterday. And like I said, I'm going to tell you guys the same thing I told them, you know? I don't care. Personally, if it was me, I, w I would stand. If I was lucky enough to play in the NFL... Um, if, if I could, if I could do it on that high level, or if I could, if I played pro baseball or if I played pro basketball, you know, whatever I would, I would stand for the national anthem. I, I would stand, put my hand over my heart and I'd probably sing it every, every single time, you know, week in and week out, I would do it. And, um, but you know, that's just me. That's just my opinion. That's just, that's just because uh, to me. In my mind, when I when I think about it, what it what it means to me, you know, I love America. I'll always be one of the first people to preach to you to say West is the best, United States is the best country ever, and you know, um, me standing up and paying tribute to the flag and the people that died for it so it can fly. That's the way that I that's the way that I would do it, but. I'm not going to condemn people that want to take a knee for it because, number one, it doesn't matter to me anyway. It's, it's their own opinion. But number two, it's, they have a right to do it. They have, they have the, the, the Constitution and the American flag and the national anthem. What it stands for is giving people the right to stand up or to take that knee or in the Steelers case to not even come out of the locker room you know so it's something to that effect it, it affords people the right to be able to do that so I'm not going to condemn or chastise anybody for taking a knee to do it because it's it's what they want to do man if they're doing it if they're doing it to, to, to stand up for some ulterior motive or some, some you know some other thought if it's if there's a motive behind it then that's fine, and they can speak to that motive. But if for me, I'm going to stand there, I'm going to sing the national anthem with my hand over my heart, and then you know I'm going to get I'm going to get out there, and I'm going to I'm going to make it happen for my team. If it's me, you know. Personally, I'm not I'm you know not fortunate enough to be able to do it, but that's it. And you know, and that's the thing. If I'm on a team with these guys, if if I share a team with people that want to take a knee. That we're still going to be brothers at the end of the day, man. You know, we're out there getting it done day in and day out, putting our bodies on the line to try to get a win. And, 
I'm not going to let the way that they feel about the national anthem and whether or not they want to sit up, sit down, or stand up affect my relationship with anybody because my relationship with any one person is greater than the national anthem. I'm sorry, it is. It's the what, again, I, I hate to be redundant because I, unfortunately I get it from my dad, but I hate it when he does it. It annoys me so much, but it's the flag gives you the right to do that. That's I've said this before. That's the great thing about America is that it's a place. It's a land. It's a country that is so free that it affords you the right to be anything. Some people want to view it as being disrespectful, whatever. It gives you, it affords you the right to be disrespectful. It affords you the right to pay your respects. It affords the, you the right to stand up during the national anthem or to take a knee during the national anthem so that you can use that platform to voice your opinion. It, it gives you that freedom. You know, I, I've always said the great thing about America is it's so free, you've even got the right to be wrong. Now, I don't necessarily think that these people are wrong for doing that. Like I said, it's not what I would do, but that doesn't make them wrong. You know, that's, that's just, it's just them doing it. It's them doing what they want. I personally, like I said, don't, don't believe in it. I would stand up if it was me, but... I'm not going to talk shit to the guy next to me that's taking a knee, and I don't care being in the position that I'm in right now in my life. I don't care about the guys on my team taking a knee, standing in the locker room, or whatever. The, literally, the only thing that I don't like about this entire situation is that it was all started by Colin Kaepernick, who I maintain is a somebody that is not good enough to be a starting quarterback in this league. You know, I... I've said that over and over and over again, and I hate that this whole thing, that this movement was was started by him. Any, anybody else, it, it probably wouldn't matter to me, but I, because right now, I think, that it's, I think that it has potential to stand for something, or I think that it just does stand for something, the kneeling down portion of it. Personally, I felt like when Colin Kaepernick was doing it, he was doing it to bring attention to himself. And I still think that this whole thing that he's a part of is all his move to bring attention to himself and to keep himself relevant. If anything, I'm glad that it has taken over the NFL because it draws, I, I think that it draws attention away from him. So it will help us forget about Colin Kaepernick and move on to re, to other real players with real skill that are making it happen in the NFL. Now, I'm not saying that Colin Kaepernick is talentless or skillless because he certainly has a skill set. He's certainly capable of playing the game on a high level. He made it there at one point, and he was a star quarterback in the league. But I think that if you look at his entire body of work, what he's been capable of, he just doesn't... Uh, his case doesn't hold any water to me. And so I hate that he's the one that had to be the, the person that started this movement because I think that it was for him an entire, uh, just a ploy for him to grab atten attention and that, um, 
you know, now it has turned into what it really should have been about the entire time. Granted, without Colin Kaepernick, maybe this thing never would have happened, and some people could be happy about that, and some people could be sad about that, and they could be glad that he's the one that started it, because at least it was said. But all, all I think that it, this was, from the beginning was just a ploy for him to get attention, for him to keep his name floating around out there. Because, like I said, uh, you know, all, all he has done is use it to leverage himself because he's not playing, you know. And it, and uh, him not playing doesn't have anything to do with the NFL. That's the thing. And I've said this before, too, you know. Now, Colin Kaepernick has just turned himself into a martyr, you know. You, you can't be chastised for being black and speaking out if you're turning down $900,000 a year deals. You just can't do it. You know, it it doesn't it doesn't work that way. You don't get to have your cake and eat it too. You can't be a black guy and complain. Nobody wants me on their team because I'm a black guy and I spoke out about the uh, the prejudices and the the trials and tribulations that black people go through in this country. At at the same time, turn down offers from teams because you want starting quarterback money because that's what at the end of the day that's what it's about. It doesn't have anything to do about him playing. Because if it was about that, he would have taken the deals that the I think it was the Ravens uh, offered him that backup deal. He would have taken deals that these teams have offered him. He'd be playing in the NFL right now. He'd probably be sitting on a bench somewhere, but he'd still be wearing a uniform and he'd still be getting paid. But that's not what it was about to him. It's about getting the money that he thinks that he's worth. It's about it's about getting more money than what people are offering him. And so I hate that this movement was started by somebody who that's like that, who's who honestly tries to use this as a mask to say that they're he's really standing for something that he believes in, which in the beginning I don't think had anything to do with that in the first place. You know? I I, I truly don't. Now the whole kneeling for the anthem, now I, I really believe that it, it stands for something across the league. But when he was out there doing it, I don't think it stood for anything else than a grab for attention. And so I, I hate that, that he had to be the poster boy for it for a while. But I, I'm hoping that with the, the latest moves that we've had um, between Saturday and, and uh, Sunday and Monday, I'd like to think that the Steelers and the Cowboys actually stand for something. You know, to be honest with you, um, because, you know, my Steelers stayed in the locker room. They stayed in the tunnel for the for the, the national anthem as a team. Everybody except for Villanueva. And you know what? I 100% side with that. And I side with the team for not giving Villanueva any shit for standing out there. You know, he was an Army Ranger before he made it into the NFL. And, you know, he the, to him, the flag and what it represents means something totally different than it does to a lot of people. And so he goes out there and he pays respects because he's one of the people who really did put his life on the line to give people the freedom to stand or sit down while the, the anthem is being played. And so it means something different to him. And the other, the rest of the team respects that. That's why they were fine with him going out there and standing up. The rest of the team stayed in the stayed in the tunnel. 
they they decided instead of instead of causing a frenzy instead of there being division um, amongst the team between who's standing and who's sitting down they decided to take a stand as a team and to make a decision to separate themselves from it altogether they weren't going to be a part of it all at uh, all together it's it was causing too many problems and too many distractions so they removed themselves from it in the first place and and i totally agree with that because at the end of the day they made a decision as a team on what to do it wasn't every man for himself they decided look some people agree with it some people don't but whatever we whatever we decide to do we need to do it as a group we need to be unified on this and they were a hundred percent because and you can look at Villanueva and say well clearly it wasn't a hundred percent because you had a guy standing out there and doing that but that's yeah but uh, that doesn't uh, that doesn't count. That you can't say that because you 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 can't really expect anybody who's in Villanueva's position to feel any differently uh, about it than than the way that he does, you know. And you can't expect anybody on his team for um, giving him flack about it because they understand as somebody who goes out there on the field with him and and protects and covers the guy next to him just as much as he does and just as much as they do for him they respect him and they understand what it takes to to get where he's where he is to go through what he's been through to get to this position you know he's he's one of the people that went out there and and potentially would have had to give it all for these guys to be able to stand and do whatever he wants. So I'm not saying he has a higher level of respect for anybody else, but he has a deeper understanding than anybody else, at least anybody else in the NFL, anybody else on that team, to, to, to say the least. But they went out there, and they made a unified front, a unified stand to make, to make a decision as a team on what they would do, and they removed themselves from the equation because... You can look at it as saying the Steelers were disrespectful by not going out at all, but it, it didn't have anything to do with that. It had everything to do with, again, them making a team decision to remove themselves from the situation, to distance themselves from it, because it doesn't matter to them. All that matters to them is going out and playing the game and separating themselves for, from everything. Because at the end of the day, that's that's what they will tell you when they answer when they answer any questions about it. If anybody ever asks anybody on the Steelers why they chose to do it, it was because they wanted to distance themselves from the frenzy and make a unified stand as a team for their position. And their position was, we don't want to be a part of it. We don't want to be a part of yay or nay. We're separating ourselves from the equation. We're going to do what we believe as a team is best for everybody. And Villanueva, again, has a deeper understanding of what that could mean, uh, of what it takes for the flag to mean. So he went out there, and he did what he thought was right. And that, and that was it. Because he's different than anybody else. He's not the average player. His life, at one point in time, meant something greater than any other American's. Aside from the people that are out there doing it on the daily, you know, putting their life on the line daily for the country. You know, he was one of those guys for a while. And so to him, it means something more. So And he showed that. And, you know, nobody could blame anybody either way for that. And, you know, the Cowboys, Jerry Jones has always said, you stand for the anthem. If you don't stand for the anthem, you're going to be fired. But 
he gave his guys the freedom to be able to say, if this is what you believe, if this is how you feel, then we will also make a stand as a team, but you're still going to stand for the anthem. So what did they do? They went out, they took the field, they took a knee before the anthem as an entire team. Jerry Jones, the coaching staff, everybody took a knee. They made the decision as a team and as a leadership, I guess, that that was what they were going to do. And then, you know what? After the anthem, or uh, after they took their knee, they stood up and they waited for the anthem to be played. You know? they Jerry Jones held tight to, to his convictions and what he said, but he gave his guys the freedom to make their stand at what they believe in. Now, a lot of people will say... The only reason that the NFL is even doing anything in this such a widespread manner where it's the owners and the coaches and the the general managers and stuff like that is because their money is being threatened. And that 100% makes a lot of sense. But I think it has more to do with keeping their players happy and at the same time just not agreeing with what Trump said. Because... I, personally, I don't agree with what he said because he's standing on one side of the fence and he's, he's making a judgment. And you can't do that. Like I said, if you're, if you're going to stand up for what the flag believes, if you're going to really hold true, at least, what the flag believes, then you've got to recognize that it affords you the freedom to stand or sit for it. It allows you to do that. It gives you the freedom to do anything that's within the law. 100%. There's nowhere in the NFL guidelines where it says you've got to stand for the national anthem. It just says that you've got to be present for it. And the Steelers are going to take a hit because they weren't present, aside from Villanueva. But you can't stand there on one side or the other. You, you can't be on the side of people kneeling down and say everybody needs to kneel down. Just like you can't be on the side of the people that are standing up and saying that everybody needs to stand up. And if you don't kneel down, you got to get that son of a bitch out of here. You can't say that because you're wrong on both sides. But then at the same time... Again, like I said, America is a place that is so free, it gives you the right to be wrong. And so, I'm going to say, you can't say that, but I can't stop anybody from saying that, because it's not my place to. It's what we believe in, and I think that as an American people, that's just the way that we should feel. We need to recognize that you have the right to say this. You've got the right to be a conservative. You've got the right to be a liberal. You've got the right to be a snowflake. You've got the right to be racist. You've got the right to stand up or sit down. You've got the you've got a right to be able to not like somebody. You've got to be able, you have a right to be able to like everybody. That's the great thing about America is it lets you be you to the truest sense of what you are, to the truest sense of the word. It lets you be you to the fullest extent. And we we all have to respect that. We all have to learn to respect that. Because if we lean too far to one side or the other, then it's not about freedom anymore. It's about doing what that side believes is, is right. And sometimes what one side believes is right comes at the cost of freedom. And, and 
and we cannot be a nation that abides by that. We've got to be a nation that stands up and says everybody is entitled to feel how they want to feel and to believe what they want to believe. That was that's why this whole thing was started. That's why how we got to where we are right now because people came and they believed in that. Freedom of choice, freedom of expression, freedom of religion, yada yada yada. That was the goal. That was the point of this. And so we cannot be a nation of people that takes sides and points fingers and says that this person is wrong and this person is right. We can't be a group of people that does that. We have to be able to look beyond that and recognize, I don't agree with that, but it's just as legal for them to feel that way as it is legal for me to feel the way that I do. And we have to go on about our day because at the same time, we all respect each other and we respect each other's rights well enough to know that we shouldn't have to be we shouldn't be forcing our opinion on anybody else because it doesn't matter and most of the time it's not going to change anything most of the time all it's going to do is root people in their opinion even more if you're trying to change it especially if you're trying to change it by force instead of reason you know, it's it's different if somebody's blatantly wrong and you're trying to educate them and say, hey, you, may, you need to look at this and, and rethink your position. And in a lot of cases, that's a slippery slope because a lot of people can show a lot of evidence, uh, you know, for and against a lot of opinion. Because, uh, you know, opinion is a tricky thing. Everybody has one and they can all be a, a varying definition of what that opinion really means. But... At the same time, that's how we should try to approach it, is by, you know, using your dialogue, using uh, a form of higher communication to be able to sit down and discuss a problem and come to an actual solution, or at least come to a, you know, bipartisan point or bipartisan agreement, however you want to phrase it, that says... We both have a differing opinion on this, but we can give and take to reach a common ground so that everybody is happy. Because again, that's the kind of reasoning that this country was founded on. That's, that was the belief in the first place. And we have to get back to that. People have, people have forgotten that. We've, we've forgotten that as a nation. And we really need to get, get back to that. Because that is the only thing that's going to carry us forward as the dominant superpower in the world. Because make no mistake about it, regardless of, of what our, our debt situation is, we still are the dominant superpower. There are other countries that are creeping close, but we're still number one. And so, we, but we need to act like it. And we need to stop this, you know, squabbling amongst ourselves to, so that we can, again, have an open dialogue and make real decisions and make real compromises that can continue our level of excellence. And to make, to keep America the greatest country in the world. And to keep America the safe place in the world. Because make no mistake about it, we are the safest place in the world right now. Europe, the Middle East, Africa, Asia is in turmoil right now. You know, the United States and Canada are pretty much the only safe haven. And as of right now, 
America is way more free than than the Canada is because in Canada you can literally go to jail and be fined for the way that you talk. Free speech does not exist in Canada. And anybody who thinks that it does really needs to check the rule books because as of the last two years, what free speech in America means has gone out the window in Canada. And so where we are in our position right now here in the United States, it's, it's the greatest place to be right now. And we really need to, to, to watch that so that we can maintain this level of excellence. But to do it, we've got to sit down. We have to have real conversations. We have to make real compromises. And we have to really respect what the flag and what the anthem and what the Constitution really means, which is about real freedom, which is about people being able to believe and feel whatever they want at no conviction to them. Obviously, as long as it's you know, constitutional. Because free speech means a lot of things, and it means a lot of un unfortunate things. Like I said, it gives you the right to be wrong. And probably the worst part about it all is that hate speech is still free speech. That still falls under that guideline. There are lots of things that can be said about defamation and, you know, lies and slander. But at the same time, at the end of the day, it is still free speech, and I do not agree with it myself, and I am not a person who wants to speak like that and treat other people in that fashion, but if somebody is going to do it, the Constitution gives them the right to do it. And I think that, again, it opens up the floor for us to have that conversation and say, what's going on with the group of people that they feel this way, and what can we do to try to change their opinion? What can we do to educate them to see that what they are feeling, what they are thinking, is not the best way to live your life, and is not the best way to treat your fellow human being. Because th that's, that's all we sort of need to get around, is just kindness, is just trying to be good to the guy next to you, trying to worry about you and stay in your lane, and not be focused on hating somebody else. Because that weight that you put on your shoulders every day Choosing to hate somebody because of the way that they look or because of their opinion is going to take a toll on you. No matter if you want to believe it or not, no matter if you even see it or not, it takes a toll on you. And so I choose to not live my life with that, that weight and that burden. And we need to get to a point where we all recognize that so that we all choose not to, to carry that weight and that burden. Because again, that's the only way that we're going to continue this level of excellence. We're going to continue pushing the United States of America to greater heights. That's the only way that it's going to happen. And so, I hope that we can get to a point where we, where we do feel that way. Where we, we can change the tide and where everybody can believe that. And it can happen. We can totally make it happen. It may take a long time. It may not happen tomorrow or the next day or a week from now. You know, it could take years, decades, whatever. But it can happen. But it all has to start by us sitting down and having a reasonable conversation about our opinions in the first place to, feel, to figure out why people really feel that way, to figure out what it means to them. And again, to not think 
or to not believe that somebody is ignorant or stupid or wrong for believing a certain thing because they have the right to whether or not you believe it or not doesn't make them ignorant because they're just as based in their beliefs as you are in yours and as different as they may be that doesn't make either one of you wrong it may make one of you more uh, I guess you could say ethical or uh, maybe morally right or whatever you want however you want to phrase it than somebody else but it's it doesn't mean that anybody is wrong you know, because if, if we live by the real the real freedoms of what America is supposed to stand for, what the U.S. is supposed to stand for, then everybody is given the gift of being right. But we have to have a conversation to figure out how we got to this place. What can we do to make sure everybody is educated enough to, to formulate a, a strong, accurate opinion? And then we need to carry on. And again, push America to a newer level, a newer height, because that's, that's what it's about. Because if we can elevate ourselves, we can drag everybody else with us. We can bring everybody else up with us. But we have to get to the next level in the first place. Somebody has to get there to be able to bring everyone up. And I think that America is in the best position to do that. The United States is in the best position to make that happen. But as a people, we have got to stand together first if anybody else is going to. Because it's not going to happen without us. Nobody in Washington is going to make a decision on our behalf that's going to, bring, that's going to take us to that next level. Because in order to make the change, you've got to want the change. And right now, we don't want it enough. We have to come together first for us to really want it and for us to really make it happen. But I know it's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's a difficult conversation to have, and it's going to be something that we've really got to work for, but it's, it's possible. And I believe in it, and I think that more people are starting to believe in it. And, you know, you've got to start somewhere. And, and we're at a great springboard to go off of right now with what's going on around us in, in the public eye, especially with what's happening in the NFL. It's opening up the table a lot. It's, it's sparking the conversation. But sorry that today hasn't been a very long episode, uh, you know, that I haven't thrown too many segments around out there. But, you know, it's just a limited amount of time that I've got to work with today to get everything out. But, you know, as always, I appreciate everybody for listening to, to any extent. Um, and if you've got any opinion, any commentary, any suggestions, if, if you want to be a part of the conversation, please let me know. Please try to jump in on it. Send me whatever you got. I always appreciate any kind of feedback or any kind of new information. Um, hit me up on Twitter, at TheRealDAPerry. And um, have a great day, guys.